trending news right now. At four minutes past four, let's look at what's happened in social media in the last 24 hours. Joined by Busisiwe Khatebe, SABC Digital News Senior Producer and Social Commentator. How are you this Tuesday, Busi? Good morning, Asa. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you so much. Are you in your pajamas? Um, and <laughs> <laughs> and you're not, you're not going to leave the house in them though, right? <laughs> I was about to say. I'm having a chuckle listening to you talking about <laughs> the different comments. I am in my PJs right now, but I do not leave the house in my PJs. But you do see it also in the suburbs. Um, like you yes. said, that lady's from the UK, because um, one of the comments, uh, the, the social media people said it's conscious. You see it in the suburbs. But you know what I've noticed, Asa? If it depends with if you're close to the mall or not. Mm-hmm. So if you're close to the mall and you can walk to it, some people t- just take advantage and say, ah, you know, I'm just popping in like they're going to a spaza shop. So, yeah. we. And we, also we sometimes you think, ah, I'm just getting a loaf of bread, man. I'm going to be in and out. Exactly. Or I'm in the middle of exactly. cooking or something and I'm in the middle of cleaning. I don't, like, I want to finish what I need to and then take a bath or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because then it's just so much work then changing and then you go to the shop and then come back. Yeah. Some people, it's just easier that way. And you do see little kids in shopping malls wearing pajamas already. And, you know, the parents, it's fine just walking about. But, you know, we have a problem with yeah. the adults. The kids get attached to their pajamas when they have the cartoon characters. They favorite Superman and Batman and Spider-Man. They, it will be a tantrum to get that off that child. So I think the parents just let them go. I mean, I experienced that with my kids when they were smaller. And I mean, no one complains about the kids. Yeah. So the issue here is the, is the adults. You see, adulting is hard. There are so many rules. Mm, exactly. <laughs> so many rules. <laughs> so an inner child can't be brought out, not when it comes to the pajama wearing, I guess, only with <laughs> other things. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, let's talk uh, firstly, I guess, on a controversial note. Hashtag Stellenbosch <laughs> University, a white student that's been suspended after being caught on cameras. This white student went and peed on a black student's belongings at the Ace Marais residence, and uh, students have been protesting. Tell us more. They have, Asa, they have. And, I mean, this, this, you know, a lot of people are actually saying, still, in this day and age, we still have to experience this. And, you know, apparently the, the boy had said, or the student, the one who was urinating, said, this is what we normally do to, you know, first-year black students. And, you know, that, that's what has sparked the outrage and people labeling it um, a racist attack. And, um, you know, some are saying right at this moment, you know, there should be a Dudula movement um, at the Stellenbosch University because this is not the first time that, you know, there's a racial issue that has been raised with the university. And, you know, some saying, you know, every day is a struggle. Every day we have to fight. Like, when will this end? And it and, and some are saying just to suspend the student is not good enough. And this reminds me of our conversation last week when we were talking about, you know, Kumalo and Jukup's son being um, expelled. Mm. And then with this, someone urinating on someone's laptop and book, the school books. I mean, and then they just get suspended. But the university says, you know, it's still conducting an investigation. And then they're going to see whether to... Um, you know, expel the students or, you know, wh- wh- where to go um, moving forward from all of this.
All right, we are, I need to take a break and uh, definitely continue on this topic. As you say, okay. there's three different themes that have even come up from what you've said, and we will delve deeper into that. Our trending news on uh, SAFM Sound Awake. Stay with us. Trending news right now. Joining us, SABC Digital News Senior Producer and Social Commentator then. On the hashtag Stellenbosch University, uh, you speak of something there. It seems like it's an initiation thing, and you say that um, these are things that happen on a day-to-day. And I'm wondering, you know, in terms of what students are suffering and what could be a contributing factors from them not speaking out, because it's not new to universities where we hear of such incidences and now initiation incidents is becoming almost racist, I guess. And uh, what students are tolerating in terms of day-to-day and racist uh, moves and, and all of that, because it's just been tolerated by those before them and it must just be continuing. Does it also maybe speak to those students who are afraid to speak out of the difference in, I guess, economic standings? We know black people are not as rich as white people. Generally, that was our history and it continues till today. I, I think so, Asa, because, I mean, even the person who posted the video, the actual video on social media was not the actual student who was um, who experienced this, um, this, this, this initiation. And, um, you know, rightfully, as you're saying, it means that, you know, for this guy to be saying it's what we usually do to, you know, first years, first year black students, it must have been done previously, but only for it to come out now. Um, you know, I think some are afraid of speaking out. Maybe they are bullied. Um, you know, maybe they are threatened or they just fear uh, being kicked out or not being believed. And then if you speak out, then, you know, you're going to be uh, victimized or sidelined. So because of also of the economic standing, maybe you're there in university and you only have nests or you've got a buzzery and you don't want to jeopardize that buzzery. Mm. Um, because now for this young, the family is, says they are traumatized. Even the, the young boys traumatized. They say, um, I think it's the, the university, they'll replace the, the books. But, you know, people are saying, okay, not just the books, what about the laptop? And what Does about it even work just- still? That's the thing, because you can't put any liquid on a laptop exactly it's damaged as you know and um people are really outraged and you know it's just like that tweet uh twitter user was saying every day is a struggle every day we have to fight um you know like when will it end some were even saying in this day and age you would think that you know um there's a new a, a new group of 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 young people who think differently who do differently but it's clear that you know things are handed down and inherited and the behavior still continues until today and as we're saying the white student has since been suspended but there are calls that uh, the the student needs to be expelled expelled sorry yes. uh, EFF yes. has also made that call to say that they need to be expelled what are your thoughts there Sasko also is calling um, on the university to ex- expel the, the the student, but they're also saying that not just only expel, but criminal charges mm. should be laid against him. I think you know, uh, some even are calling for a ten-year ban for 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 the white student from any university from attending any university. Um, you know, as I, I mean, I think yes. Um, the university needs to do something mm. um, uh, stern um, so that this it, it will dissuade people from continuing 
to con- to do such initiation acts. And the university universities as a whole, even high schools, because you know we yeah. do we we do see stories of high schools where kids are being initiated, and uh, some of the ways that they're initiated are not are not good at all, and they can be very traumatic. So it should be looked at, looked into the uh, ways of why are, ch- are children being initiated like this, and um, people to be encouraged to speak up, not a commission of inquiry, please, Asa. We, we're already spending a lot of money yeah. we don't need, <laughs> into... And it doesn't need to be but, but, a commission of inquiry but, because the information but, is readily available there. We go. Exactly. They need to now start acting and not, and not just dilly-dallying and saying, no, we're going to do a full-on investigation. What's a full-on investigation? The evidence is there. The video is already online. And then, you know, obviously, so some people will not speak up, Asa, because, of course, they'll be afraid. Some will not speak up because they're covering for their mates, and they're covering this old age tradition of initiating black students. And that's why I feel initiations just need to be done away with. I think the whole yeah. act of it is in itself bullying disguised as something that is acceptable. We need to stop relabeling things, what they are not, just so that we make them acceptable. I don't think it should happen, as you say. I mean, the university has had, did come out, and they've released a statement condemning the action. And we know that universities generally themselves have zero tolerance uh, on, on racism. There are, you know, guidelines and policies in place. But it is the day-to-day, the, the ground-level things, the, what students are afraid to speak of and things that are happening, as you say, that we become accepting too when they shouldn't be acceptable. That's correct, Asa, because um, you, you probably find that it doesn't just start with the students um, at the students' level, it's probably at uh, management. It's probably at you know uh, top supervisors or whatever. But you know, it, it, it's probably things that are just happening on a hush hush level, and that needs to stop. That needs to stop. The the university needs to come out strong with the situation, and it must not be swept under the carpet. Um, they yes, they said that no one has a right to be dehumanized. Um, like this, or no one has a right to dehumanize another human being. Okay, we want to see action with that. Don't just say a release a statement, you know, just to you know to to look good or sound good to the to to the people of South Africa, but actually do something. Yes, I'm sure you know the suspension is a step forward, uh, but you know we want to see a follow up with that. Yeah. And it, it does seem like it's not a system thing, as we're saying. It, it's an incident-by-incident thing. Yes. So even when rules and policies are there from the university's side, there's still this culture that are, that's unspoken and hidden. Okay, so we touched on how this could also, I mean, mean economics, how it could mean whether it's systematic or incidental, and how it could mean, uh, uh, I guess, public uh, outcry and public commentary, even politics. But what about this angle? And I'm wondering if the university has thought about this. I mean, there are African traditional beliefs to this. Is the student uh, or or university leadership even considering, I mean, the white student or university leadership even considering that aspect of it as it pertains to the trauma that's suffered now by the black student? Traditionally and spiritually, somebody urinating or um, ingesting feces on your property means something. No one is is, is looked at that angle and how that will now add and exacerbate the trauma that's suffered by this black student. And I don't know if that now brings an aspect of we need to educate ourselves about our cultural differences and not just look at things at, oh, well, we're all just students in the same university. 
that's a great, great point, Asa, you know. Um, yes, rightfully, as, as black people or, you know, um, when you look at, you know, the different cultures and beliefs, urination and feces is, is seen as, they call it iskrito or, you know, mm. um, giving someone bad luck. So that could actually uh, be another dimension of the trauma that the student is facing. And what about the other students who've been going through this and just being quiet about it? Um, How do they finish off in university? Do they finish off? Yes, they graduate, but are they still traumatic um, undertones, you know, with that graduation, being in this institution? Because this is not the first student to experience this. Mm. And, um, you know, yes, the family has spoken out that, you know, they are really, really, you know, traumatized by this. And maybe then the university needs to also step up and, you know, offer services, counseling services for students who've experienced this, students who've been um, initiated in this way, students who've been bullied, you know, at varsity, and also, you know, maybe pay for the services of the, of the family if they decide they want to go traditional, you know. And do a cleansing, to, yeah. Yes, to do a cleansing. They should offer to pay that because a cleansing, it's not necessarily cheap. Yeah. So uh, that is a very great point, Asa, that it, it's not just, oh, you know, this is racism, but it, culturally it can actually be, it, it, it's traumatizing. Because, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, people say you see it in a dream, but now it's happening live. It's mm. like, no, <laughs> this, this, this can't be happening. Mm. I see this continuing, this debate, in terms of what now the, I guess, uh, measures to fix the situation. I guess you can't fix it. It's happened. But measures to uh, move forward and find uh, remedy will be. Uh, Where are we talking remedy? U-Bank and KPMG, the institution, has been placed under curatorship by the Reserve Bank. This is to remedy some issues around governance there with this uh, U-Bank. And uh, tell us more there in terms of what the Reserve Bank will be doing. Um, so the Reserve Bank says, you know, they are concerned with uh, U-Bank's capital adequacy, you know, mm. and um, weak corporate governance, and it's it's lacking corporate internal control. So they want KPMG to, to you know, to, to look after it and um, assist it. But people are not happy with it, as a, you know. They say, they say geez, um, after what KPMG did, how can they, you know, be the curators of this bank? Um, it does have a controversial past, uh, KPMG South Africa. Mm. And, you know, last year the, the KPMG vowed that they would bury the controversial past. And maybe this is their way, you know, one of their ways to, to step up and show the public, I guess, that, you know, they can actually take care of you bank and assist it in, in, in going forward. Um, so, yeah, uh, people are really not impressed. They're saying, wow, the irony of all of this. And some are actually saying, you know, um, the governor, the, mm. the Reserve Bank governor, Khanyaho, is actually a very intelligent man. And he probably has his reasons to uh, to put um, Bank under KPMG's um, curatorship. Has he responded then to the, I guess, the concerns from the public about using KPMG or uh, placing KPMG at the center of uh, taking over governance. Because, as you say, KPMG was accused in 2021 by the Financial Reporting Council of allegedly 
giving wrong and misleading information on certain audits. What is Reserve Bank Governor saying to that? You, you know, it's, uh, he didn't say much. Um, oh. You know, um, these were reactions that came after he he made the announcement. And um, he did, though, say that he, he is aware, they are aware of interested parties in buying um, or investing in the in new bank. But, you know, they, they will see to it to look into these different kinds of investments. And um, if they are concluded, they will resolve the issues at U-Bank. But um, the curatorship of KPMG then um, is in place to take this process forward um, for these um, interested parties that want to invest in U-Bank. So um, he hasn't really said much after the, you know, the... The, the reactions from the different people. I'm sure, you know, I hope they, they do get comment from him um, with people asking him, like, you know, with the past that KPMG has, uh, was, do, they, do they really think this was a great idea? You know, it was linked to a lot of, they, they linked to state, state capture, um, you know, and the things that went down in 2017 as well. So uh, it would be great to hear what the governor has to say um, you know, reacting to, to all these probes and questions about why KPMG, South Africa of all companies. And one could understand, I mean, and I'm wondering if it doesn't make it more of a crucial issue that you bank, being a small lender offering services to mostly uh, miners, and we know the challenges miners are facing financially there and, and how the public will not let this go as a result. Exactly, because, uh, you know, when you mentioned that, Asa, you know, with the controversy that went with, uh, with that KPMG experienced, it was that issue, you know, when they were an auditor for VBS Bank, and we know what happened to VBS Bank, mm. and they, they, they turned a blind eye to corruption, and they, they, they did work for the Kupta family. So this is very crucial, this U Bank, as you said, because of the mine workers and the issues that they face. Uh, so, you know, it would be good that something something positive comes out of this for the mine workers and the families, mm. because it would be unfortunate if the U Bank goes down the same road as CVS Mutual uh, Bank did. Yeah. Let's talk uh, CAF then, the CAF Confederation Cup final between Orlando Pirates and Morocco's. I wish I could whistle more. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I guess I'm you're a, one of those I'm who are excited pirate. about this. I'm a Pirates fan. Okay, I there we go. go. No, but you know why? It's loyalty more than anything. I don't necessarily religiously watch the matches, but because since I was young, mm. I decided on there was this player. He had big ears. I forgot his name. He was so cute. I thought he was cute. And then I liked Orlando Pirates since then. Okay, so and it wasn't an influence from your dad or anything like most of us. Because <laughs> no, it does happen that you just a... get influenced by your father's team and then you go with it for the rest of your life. You no, know, my dad is a Morocco swallow. Uh, follow the birds. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> we, we differ on that. Uh, so I'm Orlando Pirates. This is exciting, yeah. Asam. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Pirates will be making history if they do win. Um, on on the twentieth uh, for this for for the final match because then it means they'll become you know the first team in South Africa to win the CAF Confederation Cup. Mm. Some people you know are disputing, saying no, it's not the first. Well, what it means that it's the CAF Confederation Cup in its current form, 
you know, yes. um, before it was, um, it, 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 it's now the CAF Confederation Cup because it merged CAF Cup and African Cup Winners Cup. So you see a lot of debate on social media. No, Kaiser Chief once upon a time won it. It's not the first time, but no, in the current form that it is, yeah. CAF Confederation Cup, then, you know, it will make history as the first South African uh, club to win. Pito Musimani, you know, congratulated Orlando Pirates. He said, you know, it will be exciting if they actually do win, um, you know, making South Africa proud. So, yes, we're excited, Asa. We're excited. Exciting, but I see toughness also happening. I mean, Morocco's team, the Renaissance Sportive de Bracaine, they've won CAF 2019-2020, and they were runner-ups in the 2018-2019 uh, installment there. So, hmm. <laughs> no, Asa. They, 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 this, this is CAF Confederation. Asa, please don't take this away from Orlando <laughs> Pirates, okay? <laughs> please don't do <laughs> but you know it's a it's gonna be a tough match. Uh, people are worried. They are worried um, that you know the team that they are going to be facing. They they're going to be playing in I think in Nigeria because they've said um, Nigeria will be a neutral neutral playing ground for both teams. So the team that they're going to be facing it's 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 going to be tough. It won't be easy. It's the RSB Balkanic group from Morocco, and they beat TP Mazembe. Um, also over the weekend, and also pirates went through via yes, aggregate. Congo, yeah. They they didn't they didn't really you know they didn't win this match um, that they played uh, this on Sunday, but only because of uh, the aggregates that they actually went through to the final. So you know we are we are really on our toes here that they actually play really great and beat this team and not just on points. Okay, somebody who's also a buccaneer here says, Sissy Asa, I'm also a buccaneer through and through. <laughs> My late father was also a staunch buccaneer up the bucks. <laughs> this is Alpha Snowball. Up the <laughs> There you go, you are on the same WhatsApp team there. Let's shift to music then or entertainment. Hashtag Kanye, Kanye West at the 2022 Billboard Awards. They've taken place. They took place on the 5th, no, the 15th rather. Yes. And uh, Drake, uh, I guess, uh, being the, well, he's been at the BBMA leaderboard, so he retained his spot, even though he got less awards than Kanye West. Yes. Tell us more. Yes, he, yes, he did. But um, Kanye has been, oh, yay, because now it's legally yay. Hey, the names okay. of these rappers. Um, yeah, he did win uh, six awards. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know the, the 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 awards were great. So obviously, okay. So obviously, Kanye won um, six six awards mm-hmm. um, for top gospel artists. We know that he's been venturing into gospel music, top Christian artist, and you know top gospel album, top Christian album. Um, even though Drake won artist, I think it's artist of the year. Mm-hmm. But you know he's been trending because of both his exes, Asa. Who Drake his, or Kanye? Kanye, okay. his ex-girlfriend, uh, Julia Fox, uh, went, so, it's so funny, I'm linking this to your question about pajamas, mm-hmm. went to uh, the shops in LA, she was wearing nothing but her underwear, and a long denim jacket and boots. Oh, People I think I saw this picture, I wasn't aware who <laughs> is this person and what's happening, because you know memes, you see memes <laughs> to get news these days, and then you, exactly. you don't catch on to what's going on until you go deeper. Okay. So, 
you know, Kanye has been trending because then of the association with this lady and also because Kim Kardashian posted a picture of the, their daughter, North, that, you know, she's going to be turning nine years old, I think, next month. So Kanye's fans, you know, uh, you know, were just, you know, also responding to, to what Kim was saying. And so, you know, when you when you look at Kanye, you'd want to see the, the albums trending, you want to see Drake trending, but actually it's his, you know, it's his exes that are trending more than anything um, on social media. But, you know, it's good for, for, for the... For the artist to win six awards, and it's also good for Drake. I don't know. Has Drake released an album recently? Um, I'm I not know, sure. Because they I keep know Drake, uh, Drizzy yeah. Drake, mm. back in the day. And now I don't know anything eh, about Drake. Because we now always get confused because they always <laughs> have. No, they always like have these singles and and collaborations. So you don't know. But is this something that's new from the artist, or I don't know? You're right. You'll see them collaborating with this one, and then you'll see a single. They say, no, it's an EP. No, it's not a full album. It's yeah. a single of the album. Yeah, but they are busy. The only thing I know about Drake for sure is that he's been busy promoting DJ uh, Uncle Waffles on his social media. <laughs> so mm. that's what. Who's Uncle yeah. Waffles now? Uncle Waffles is a DJ, a young lady DJ. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, South African, not, not South African. I think she's from. Swaziland or Botswana, but Drake is crazy about her. Ah, all right. Yeah. Well, nice for waffles. <laughs> These names, though, also. <laughs> okay, so tying with the uh, Drake's awards, I mean, he got five. Justin Bieber also have had five. Um, and I love that Sean Didi, another one who changes his names, uh, Combs, yes. was the host. <laughs> And the significance of that and Mary J. Blige being honored the Icon Award. I mean, Mary J. Blige and, and uh, P. Diddy go a long way. They do. And she was she, she, she was looking super young in her outfit um, for these yeah. awards. Hey, I was like, wow, this lady's body at that age. Uh, she was looking incredible. Um, yes, they do. It, 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 it's good for her. It's really good for her. And it was great that it was uh, PGD who was, you know, the host of. It was um, it was hosted in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it was on a Sunday night. But it was actually great to see uh, Mary J. Blige going to get that award and looking yeah. as great as she did. And Janet Jackson looking as great as she did. I mean, she's the one who handed the award uh, over to Mary J. Blige. They had a moment there, uh, and Janet Jackson just a, a day before celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah, that's beautiful, that moment. I saw the video of them hugging. Uh, but now P. Diddy is the host, and then he wants to like launch his new song there also at the awards. He opened the show <laughs> <laughs> with his He's new song. He's taking advantage. Of <laughs> yeah, these you people. advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, we've Free given promotion. you a job as the host. Now you want to do your own thing here in, in PR and stunts. Promotion is showing people that I'm not just a host, guys. Maybe you know it's his way of, you know, he's been quiet for a while, unless he's been releasing, you know, quietly. But he's been quiet for a while, so I guess you know it's good for as a comeback for him um, as a host for these awards, and then saying, you know, guys, by the way, this is this yeah. is what's going on uh, because a lot of people were watching, and there's a lot of interest in the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah, they're quite major. 
All right, well, let's leave it. But he's old, though, Pastor Diddy, Sean Diddy, whatever. There's no old in music, Khademe. You don't get old. You become a legend, okay? Hip-hop, there must be a cut-off age. No, you can't have a cut-off age because then we want to to sample you and we never leave you alone. See, that's the thing. That is the problem. That's very true. That's very true. But yeah, no, he is too old to be pulling stunts where he's the host and he's now wanting to open the show with his new song there. But yeah, let's leave it there, I guess, on that note of entertainment. Congratulations to the winners there. I guess we'll watch them and catch on uh, maybe later today, the repeat or something. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, then. Thanks again for your time. Some comments, I guess, have come. We don't have time, though, in terms of the uh, trending. Somebody talking about the Stellenbosch University and someone else saying that you're right about KPMG. How did they redeem themselves against the Gupta leaks? We're not at all that gullible. That's Bonga La Palma. But thanks for your time, Khatebe. Uh, always appreciating it. Busisiwe Khatebe is a social commentator as well as SABC Digital News senior producer.